Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Seemed like a like yeah. oh you didn't even need Beyonce like anyone else could have been Nala, right? You could have got the person who actually played Nala. But I'm sure that also it's not like Beyonce chose that. They oh I'm sure she did. I'm sure it was part of her contract. Yeah, you know she went after Nala. I doubt. Oh no, I meant that like she wanted her song in it. It's like that oh, thing. Well, yeah, with she's ben gonna Diesel want her song. Yeah. as Groot. You didn't need Ben Diesel. Yeah, but he's. I think he did that just because he's a fucking nerd. Yeah, but I'm saying like you didn't. They paid a lot for Vin Diesel. They paid a lot for Beyonce. You didn't need either. I mean, but Vin Diesel also didn't have to record 400 different ways of him saying "I am Groot," and he did that. Yeah. So at least they got their money's worth of just that. Those three words. Funny thing about Vin Diesel, he's like a cool guy, right? Quote unquote. But like, if you look hard enough, you you see the nerd. He's a he's a tabletop nerd. Is he? He's another level. Of, yeah, he's a D&D nerd. Like, oh. just stare at his face, and the longer you look at it, the more of a nerd he looks. But Vin Diesel, now it's like now I see it, because he's like, I got picked on playing all this D&D, now I gotta lift weights. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Crews is the same way. Terry Crews was a huge nerd who like got picked on all the time. And then, I don't think he got picked on, but uh, your favorite guy. My favorite guy. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I don't. Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. Oh, uh, Joe. Uh, Magniello. Mag- yeah, yeah. He's a big nerd, and he like he got all ripped to play a superhero. Nobody yeah, offered him the role of a superhero. He got ripped because he wanted to play a superhero. Yeah, he should totally be Agent Venom. That'd be dope. That would be fucking awesome. I would take anybody as Agent Venom. Well, they're not gonna do it now because they have the the yeah, new Flash. I don't want to get started make on. Any sense. They made him a rich kid. Yeah, Flash Thompson shouldn't be rich. His dad will never let him borrow his car. But. Anyway, welcome to this issue of X Men. <laughs> I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And I'm sad about Flash Thompson. <laughs> yeah. But in this episode or this issue of X Men, we're going to be going over all new X Men issues 12 through 15. Yes. Uh huh. You guys are so good at yes and. That's a that's a tradition now. That that you gotta keep it up. Oh my god. Uh, I switched it up. You didn't, you let Justin say it first. That's what you <laughs> look right at you. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I technically didn't say yes. C. All right. C. <laughs> Getting it uh, more Hispanic in this. Yeah. It is Mexman over here. Yeah. So issue one, <laughs> issue one starts out with uh, Cyclops' well, well, speech. The, the issue one of this arc. It's still issue one of this arc. It's okay. issue 12, but okay. it's issue one of this arc. You're going to do my job now? You're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a chance. We're we're reveling over the fact that we did something Mexican. He said, "See, it's Spanish. It's oh, crazy." It's, you want a fucking cookie? Two minutes. Ago. <laughs> Forty-five seconds ago, we'll do a callback. <laughs> you want me to insert the so all new here? issue twelve? Uh, yeah, it starts with Alex watching Cyclops give his speech on so many monitors because that's how they do it in Shield and the Avengers. They have all the monitors for all the things. He needs to see every angle of his brother and stats. Well, everybody buys their monitors at uh, Costco. So there's like a bundle deal. This one at least shows different angles. And yeah, you got the stats. The other one was all the same exact image. Which is funny because like, one other. why Except does he know? Yeah. They're brothers. They're teammates. He, he knows all the stuff Scott can do. Right. Yeah. Uh, also weird when you consider that he just gave a speech too. 
like you we find that out later but like he's it's, it's almost like he's comparing speeches like he's like man he gave a better speech than me. <laughs> Fuck. he's not even like upset about uh-huh. it he's like taking notes for his own speech he's embarrassed he's like, he even threw up the x yeah <laughs> he's posing for the camera <laughs> this is this is so, a goddamn i was gonna do all of that <laughs> this is the same one uh where scott had intercepted with the avengers because they were going to tempest's home so that she could see her mom and explain that like you know she's not dead or kidnapped and uh the avengers show up but she makes a time bubble and freezes them and he sort of has the drop the mic moment everyone's still kind of hung up on this and then uh captain america shows up and he's like i need to talk to you about your brother and alex is like yeah i know he's making a show of things and like no seriously he's like oh what did he do now and that's when he presumably tells him about like oh no i'm talking about like your little big brother who came from the past and he's all freaking me out with his innocence (laughs) childlike behavior i don't like children and then it cuts to uh where the uh, issue 11 ended with them having grounded the x-men's jet and they're like in sort of a weird face-off and alex is like hey scott how you doing he's like i don't i don't know do i know you and he's like it's me it's your brother and he's like oh shit just gifted gifted voice actors you're so old like (laughs) what do you think you're in the future everybody else is old yeah well to be fair to scott the last time he saw his brother he fell out of a helicopter so he wasn't expecting him to ever be old it was it was a plane you're a plane and I like that comment of, uh, is that the Brotherhood Scarlet Witch? Yeah. Because uh, be, she wasn't evil that long, but they pulled him from so early that yeah, she's they, still they in reg- the Brotherhood. Yeah, they recognize her as... Because first, you know, they're freaked out by Magneto. But now they're like, wait, I'm, we're seeing another villain on a team of good guys. Well, with Captain America. Yeah. Well, that just goes yeah. to show you Captain America's a villain. Well, that was kind of the one thing where they were like, distrusting of scott everything else it seemed like they were uh, honestly more trusting towards the stuff he was saying because he was telling the truth it was just oh they have magneto so he can't be on the right side yeah but now he sees like they have a super villain on their team and spoilers they're kind of worse than magneto yeah well uh does such a great job of illustrating the hypocrisy of the avengers in this without outright saying it but he's he's basically teeing it all up and the, the young X-Men, they are slowly realizing the nuances of what the present is and that what was sold to them was definitely a lie and that it everything is, is far more gray than they assumed it to be. Um, with like Because even Scott, young Scott, is talking to Alex and uh, he's like, yeah, older me maybe killed Xavier and... Uh, Alex is like, oh, there's no maybe about it. He killed Xavier. And he's like, well, that's not it, how he sees it. Uh, talking about, you know, because Scott doesn't feel like he was in, he couldn't control himself during that time. And later, they're just straight up like, Wanda couldn't control herself. <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. <laughs> the hypocrisy in Cap the whole time is being like, don't talk to your brother. Yeah, just being such I a I gave dick. you an order. Like, yeah. there are bigger things going on here. And it's like, they're, like, you brought him basically to get them to go home. You, you'd think that he would do that by appealing to their better natures and, and getting to, like, like building some sort of camaraderie with his younger brother, who's meeting him for the first time, knowing that he's all right and became a superhero, and not just any superhero, an X-Men and then an Avenger, like, leading his own team, sort of, because, I mean, you 
realize like really it's Cap barking orders the whole time. Yeah, that's we get an image of that, or because we're not going over Uncanny Avengers, but that's basically the whole premise of it. Havoc is supposed to be leading, and here's another instance because he's trying to lead, and Captain America's yelling from behind. Yeah, even Wanda and Thor are like, "Hey, guy, chill out. Let him talk to his brother. Yeah, like, isn't this why brothers. you brought him?" <laughs> Yeah, he's straight pointing his finger like, we talked about this. <laughs> it's like, no, he brought him so like Alex could beat the shit out of Scott <laughs> and force him back to his time. Which I like, he just walks away, Havoc, like, don't mind him, the yelling old guy in the background. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. And also, Wolverine confronts Cap, which is pretty great, and he's like, hey, all things considered, why the fuck did you ground our plane? Like, why did you come at us like this? Because this is pretty ridiculous. And then I love that Cap... His, his rationale is like, well, there have been bank robberies and everyone's seeing the X-Men. And so the first thing he jumps to is that the X-Men are definitely doing it. Yeah, and there's it's not even a logical jump. No. Dude, with all the, the shapeshifters and uh, telepaths they know, and him knowing damn well that Wolverine was also described in there. He even says, like, I know you didn't do it. Yeah, you're one of the good ones. I'm aware. But these yeah. new ones, these these new old ones... And they, they straight I don't up trust say, them, shifty. They straight up say, oh, it looked like the original X-Men, but Wolverine was with them. And yeah. Cap's like, oh, Wolverine, I know you didn't do it. You were described at the scene, but uh, the young X-Men were described at the scene, and I, and I don't trust them. Yeah, including one that's not even with them anymore. Yeah, even Wolverine is like, Angel's not there. you're fucking insane. Of course that's not what's happening. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, there were complaints. And yes, she said you weren't on the cameras, but, you know... I have to do my due diligence and come and complain at you guys. This is going to sound weird coming from this podcast, but Cap is definitely written as an asshole in these. Like, more so even <laughs> than in Avengers vs. X-Men, everything he does, everybody is looking at him like he's being an asshole in yeah. this. Yeah, he's a dick. It, right before this, though, we had uh, that Jean Grey Scarlet Witch incident, which yeah, I liked. Yeah, uh, where she picks up from uh scarlet witch's thoughts that you know the whole m day thing and her getting rid of mutants and freaking out on the west coast avengers and you know she's like holy shit you're you're the reason yeah, you they, we were thriving and you killed us she starts yeah. crying they use that i like when they do a call back to the actual images used and they use yeah. the exact image of the no more mutants mm -hmm. and they pretty much fight and yeah and and everyone's basically ignoring gene too at least all the adults like her team are also confused and she's trying to tell them like like frantically sure but that like she killed us all she got rid of the mutants and she's on she's an avenger she's over there yeah. like you're fine with her in this whole situation and they're all just like shut up she's yeah. playing the victim during this whole time like, yeah you went into my head without my permission where her thoughts just screamed it at yeah. jean gray like jean gray wasn't probing in her head she was projecting it out and uh, when Jean Grey gets pissed off, she acts like she's the victim. And it's so great because this is like half the issue and it's basically just been a conversation. Like not a lot of action, but it's like so complex going. Like there's a lot of character development in you. Like they show you like Bobby is making a lot of kind of funny comments and stuff. But, you know, oddly enough, breaking the ice. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, Meanwhile, you know, Beast and Scott, they're not saying a lot, but because their character types are very analytical and they're just sort of uh, chiming in when necessary. Like, I, it just, it feels great, like, that all the characters seem like they're behaving the way you would expect them to behave. And uh, it jumps from this conversation to, because they're like, well, obviously it's Mystique. 
Like she talked yeah. to Scott, and Scott's like, "Hey, we don't know it's her. She's a mutant, and yeah. like it's not fair." And they're like, "Hey, you don't know her." He yet. wants that booty. That's what it is. <laughs> I do like that Wolverine's like like Slim over here doesn't understand that women lie sometimes. Yeah, the sixteen year old Scott Summers, he's a little too bright eyed and bushy tailed. I like that. Uh, actually, Jean was knocking Thor back a couple times. She's like, "Oh yeah, she straight yeah. up attacks them." She's a lot stronger than uh, she should be at this age. Which I, it was kind of weird though, because when she blasts them all back, Captain America stands his ground with the shield, and Thor goes flying back. I'm like, <sighs> really though? Also, <laughs> Rogue, what's with the sass towards Jean? Right? Yeah. Like, why are you so mad at Jean? She's like, well, well, and out of control, Jean. It's just like a high school reunion. Yeah, yeah. See, there was some bullshit writing because then Rogue says like something accent. like. Thanks. <laughs> she says some bullshit, something like, oh, how do we even know it's you? Like, you could be Mystique. And it's like, did you not just see her use her powers and yeah, beat the shit out of all I of you? I know. She used a lot of her I power. know. It's so she just stupid. got yelled at for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, were you not here two pages ago? <laughs> <laughs> like, she, even yeah, even Rogue is, like, a little more of an asshole than she should be. Yeah. Because the other thing is that this is the X-Men team that's cool with the Avengers. And yeah. they're being assholes to them. Yeah, because they obviously just don't trust mutants. They converted their own little sector of mutants to, like, also not trust the other mutants that they were just friends with. Only the mutants that follow Captain America's orders are cool. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, he got awfully pissed uh, when Havoc didn't want to follow his orders for a second. Yeah, where he didn't want to, like, because it still bugs me. Like, he's talking to Scott. It's like the whole reason you brought him was to talk sense to his brother. And he's even trying to do that. He's like, yeah, you... I understand why you're here, but why are you still here? Like, you got to go back home. And he's like, and well, Scott's like, there's nothing back there for us. Everything is here. Like, we can't just leave. Like, we have to fix things where they are. So we know going back makes sense. Like, it won't have been for nothing. Yeah, so, but he's want- technically doing what Cap wanted him to. Yeah, you can just kick the door down and start barking orders. I mean, if you're Captain America, you'd try that. But it's kind of the only thing you do. Havoc knows better than to just start being like, you got to go home and immediately it's not going to work. Yeah. And also, like, that's such a weird thing to do because this is, like, your older brother, but at such a young and idealistic age who has no idea what became of you. Like, there's a bond there for sure. He thinks you were dead, and the whole reason you're asking Havoc is because they share that bond. So let him use that bond. Like, yeah. yeah. And also, he uh, he later refers to that version of Cyclops as uh, Havoc seeing his brother at his best. Yeah, that's a weird I way. I was yeah. mad at that. That was a total shit on Cyclops. Yeah, 16-year-old Cyclops is not the best version of Cyclops. Uh, yeah. I can see the argument in their, like, yeah, they're wrong because they're not taking literally any life experience into account. But in terms of, like, morality... Right, he's he's not affected by any of the realistic bullshit in the world. In fact, the, the next issue we're going to talk about brings that exact thing up. Well, yeah, they saw the most ignorant version of Scott Summers. I would argue yeah. that the best version of his character was the one who led a country. Yeah, yeah, he's more yeah. naive now. He's, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's morally better than Captain America right now, which I guess isn't that hard to do. Yeah, but they just want to shit on the current. Yeah, Scott that's what Summers, it was. Yeah. And then he straight up, Jean Grey's freaking out about, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch doing that. And he's like, whoa, 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 we have more important stuff here. <laughs> yeah. You guys robbed a bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a she might have killed yeah. all mutants, but there's some money missing. You yeah. robbed Tony Stark, and he's a buddy of mine. <laughs> yeah, it might seem harsh, but the money's more important than your species. 
so while this is happening, and then after they're all like, well, obviously it's Mystique, yeah. it shows that they're uh, at the Bank of England, and they're robbing the shit out of that. And Lady Mastermind is like, hey, Sabretooth, you feel like we're not getting the whole story here? Like, don't we have enough money to do whatever we want? Like, they feel like we're making too big of a scene. And this this isn't uh, making sense with what Mystique had said. And he's like, huh, that's a weird complaint. And then Mystique, you know, comes out of the bank. And he's like, hey, Mystique, Lady Mastermind doesn't trust you. And she's like, oh, well, thanks for that. He starts <laughs> yeah. on her immediately. I was trying to form an alliance and he just <laughs> busted that shit wide open. And she's like, oh, you think we're stealing too much money? That's a weird complaint. Yeah, it's fair, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you robbed all of Tony Stark and you're like, we don't have enough money. Well, not all of Tony Stark. He's got so much money, but they, they robbed a big chunk of it. Because I think they they establish in that uh, issue when she shows up as Pepper Potts that, like, it's only a portion. Like, because he's got so much money, it's in so many different locations yeah. that they would just rob that location. Um, he probably doesn't even notice it. It was, like, <laughs> probably a third, like, like 3% of his income. Mutants had to show up for him to, to notice. <laughs> he still doesn't know he's in space. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're like, maybe he won't notice. Oh, yeah, I think during this time he's finding out that he's an alien robot test tube baby. Real stupid. No, I think at this time he's with Guardians of the Galaxy. I know. That's that's when that happens. Oh, I thought that one was after. I thought that was the Bendis run where he finds out he was an alien test tube baby. No, I don't think Bendis was that stupid. It was a really dumb arc. But, like, because he, he has his own book going on parallel to the Guardians book where he's in space yeah. for both of them. Either way, he's, he's with the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he doesn't notice it. Uh, so, anyway, she's uh, complaining to Mystique, like, hey, seriously, tell me the whole story. What's going on here? Like, you're keeping stuff from me, and that's not cool. And she's like, how about you shut up, and let's rob this stuff and, and make a illusion for us to get away because we're trying to do that, and we're being tailed. So I love that she's like, all right, one monster illusion coming up, and she makes uh, Fin Fang Foom de- destroying everything, but then also you see that she's still peppered in the X-Men. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. just like falling next to Fin Fang Foom. Like, like, what are they doing? Are they also, fighting Fin Fang Foom or helping? Also, they gave him underwear, and that was nice <laughs> to not have uh, the dragon dick slanging around. Oh, man. Dragon dick. Dragon, That's not- dragon balls. <laughs> yeah. What's the sequel? Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's back to Captain... Well, because technically, after this, Captain America, like, presses the, the accusing of the X-Men, like, but it was you guys... In their their thoughts, like they were they were seeing you, so you know I don't fully trust you still. And uh, like if you did it in my dream, then I'm gonna hold you accounted for yeah. it. Yeah. And then Cap's like, "All right, well, we're gonna figure this out, and you guys need to go back to school and stay there because I I know you're one of the good ones, Logan, but I don't trust these younger idealistic ones tries to put him on house arrest basically basically yeah yeah his uh his exact words are uh wolverine you aren't an uh an avenger i trust you and believe you but these original x-men show up from the past and suddenly there's an original x-men international crime spree so now there is a large ranging criminal investigation that revolves around you and your students and we need to figure out exactly what's happening here yeah because coincidence i think not yeah Uh, again straight up saying like yeah, all the descriptions were Wolverine and the original X-Men, but I know we homies, so yeah. you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. But you're cool. Them? Them? 
even though they never did that ever in the past. What could have happened was Scott, right? He's the leader of these children. He meets Mystique. Mystique could have turned into you. And without you paying attention, Mystique pals around with these guys. They're robbing banks, right? Right under your nose. Yeah, little does Cap know in two years he's going to be a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Wolverine's like, it wasn't right under my nose. I have super smelling. They were here the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the one we lost. He's gone. But I knew he was gone. My nose sensed it. I mean, also, I watched it happen. But the nose matters more. Uh, so, so, also, wait. Now that I'm thinking about that, considering what happens in the next issue, how doesn't he just find the exa- the new Xavier school by sniffing out Angel? Because it's cold. Good as what he's Air molecules, uh, small molecules don't travel well. Small molecules. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> all right, so they're in the, the Blackbird, and right away Wolverine's like, all right, so we're going to go this way. He's like, that's not the direction of the school. He's like, yeah. Me and Cap have an understanding where I do whatever I want, and then he understands. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then the X-Men, they're still confused about Wanda. They're talking about, like, so wait, she gets to do all this shit, and then she gets to be an Avenger. Like, and it's sort of like, it's sinking into Cyclops that, like, this isn't right. Like, I'm being persecuted in this way. There's so like, much I'm being worse judged. people than yeah. even Even the version of Cyclops that they're trying to make up is not as bad as the people they're protecting. Yeah. Let alone the real version of Cyclops. Uh, and then it cuts to Mystique in them again, and it's just mountains of money in, like, a warehouse. Well, real quick before that, I got to point out the shade that uh, Jean Grey throws to Scarlet Witch, like, oh, so yeah. nobody else would know. Because uh, uh, she says, we're putting, uh, Scarlet Witch says, we're putting together a team of mutants and humans put together specifically to express Xavier's dream that we could work together. And Jean in her head, like, projecting towards her is like, yeah, that makes it better. Yeah. Yeah, she's real pissed off about that. Also, they were real shitty to them because they were like, wait a minute. Like, this, the whole, like, when Cap's trying to bench them, they're like, wait, this is a mutant problem. Shouldn't mutants handle it? And they're like, well, we're trying this new thing where there aren't any mutant problems. Yeah, they're they're really high-roading them on everything. Yeah. And it's like, they just came from the 60s, man. Yeah. They're... All they, know is, <laughs> all they know is what Xavier taught him, and he was a bigot. <laughs> it's crazy that they're so sad that that guy got killed. Yeah, he's, he's a pervert. <laughs> he is a pervert. <laughs> all right, so issue 13 begins with Phoenix Jean Grey. And Wolverine all like, oh, I'm about to stab this kid. Stabby, stabby. Yeah. And then it cuts to hours before. Where they're in the Blackbird, and they're up the the students, well the, the original X Men, they're upset that Warren's gone, and they're kind of talking about that, and it really it's a conversation about how they really don't know each other the way they think they know each other because yeah. none of them would have expected Warren to just leave, and uh, Iceman points out, and then like Scott, you have a brother, like you didn't tell us you had a brother, like do we even know each other that well, like kind of questioning what their bond even is at this point yeah he's like i got a big secret you guys have no idea about <laughs> like, i don't think we really know each other that well <laughs> well because didn't they really? say six weeks they've been x-men uh yeah i think they said was it is either six weeks or three months it was something like that uh but either way i, I take that it's as, not very long but it's like yeah you don't know each other that well why take that as just active X-Men? I think that they spend a lot more time training together, technically. Yeah, but they also show in the first X-Men issue that, like, as soon as Jean's on the team, they go out and fight Magneto. Yeah, so I think so they at don't the very know least, Jean that well. Yeah, at the very least, they don't know Jean that well. I would suspect that, like, 
maybe Scott had been in there for like six months, and then they started adding people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't really know each other that way. There's no way they've known each other more than six months. I would actually go. I I think maybe the guys know each other for about a year, with varying months, and then Gene is probably like a couple months. Gene knows Professor real well, though. Yeah. Wasn't he fi- too well? Wasn't he 15 though when Xavier rescued him? Uh, maybe. Yeah. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, it 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 changes. Like none of it makes sense. None of the the math makes sense on any of this. So you know. Yeah, you can't do math on a sliding time scale. So watch me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they start questioning their friendship and how well they actually know each other. Yeah. Um, and then Logan goes over to Gene and he's like, "Hey, so I'm gonna need you to learn how to do something you've never done before." Because we're going to go somewhere where people want to kill us. Because they think we robbed them and attacked them. So I need you to make everyone not see us. And she's like, how the fuck do I do that? And he's like, well, you think real hard that everything's normal. Yeah. And then that's that's how that works. You don't think that we're not there. You think that nothing's happening. Yeah. So go make sense, I, I guess. Yeah. You know what? I re- That scent, he can't follow their scent. Also, I think he's lying because he's about to say how strong his scents are. Yeah. But uh, they're teleporting. You have my nose. They're teleporting, so he can't follow a scent through teleportation or an airplane. Okay. I guess that makes if sense. If they dogs, walked all the way there. Dogs can't follow scents through water. He so. can follow. But that's weird because when they get there and he's like, I smell Sabretooth, I can find him anywhere now. Yeah, he's full of shit. Yeah, because they fly away constantly. I like when they get there and uh, Bobby's so confused on finding out who Iron Man was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody just kind of glossed over it. And he, but he's like, "Tony Stark is Iron Man." It's common knowledge, Bobby. He's like, "I didn't know that." Where we come from, he was, I guess, was pretending to be his own bodyguard. You're like, "How did that work?" Yeah. Well, I think because Kitty didn't know that. Was right? she saying how did that? It doesn't yeah. really specify who was saying. Yeah, how I did think because he's talking. I think he's talking to Kitty, uh, because she's the one who's like, "Yeah, it was uh, common knowledge." Because, I mean, they are from two different eras, so yeah. he would have been out by then. And they really don't like... She, I think she feels old whenever they're like, Professor Kitty, like, don't call me that. Which yeah. Which was weird. Yeah, because yeah, well, then later she says it. He told She told Wolverine not to call her yeah. Professor Kitty, and then she's like, it's Professor Kitty. It, sound, yeah. it sounds like a porn name. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Anyway, uh, th- that's one of the things I like about Bendis's writing is that it's so uh, conversational that she's talking to Bobby, but then also responding to something she didn't like uh, Logan saying at the same time. So, like, you can easily imagine that that being a more fluid conversation between several people than just random declarations between people. So they're there in that rubble trying to figure out what's going on and like yeah he picks up saber tooth scent and all that and then they cut to uh, mystique with all the piles of money and uh lady mastermind like hey seriously tell me what the plan is because i'm out of here if you don't tell me and she's like oh all right peace yeah later. she's like uh i'm serious <laughs> wait never mind i want to be a part of this but like also i am gonna go and she's like oh well fucking don't i'll call you bluff if you're gonna bluff um Right before here, I like that uh, Iceman has been, like, trying to be important. Because, yeah. like, Gene, can you make everybody, you know, not see us? He's like, I can make everybody cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, because uh, Gene's uh, illusion does fail. And then Iceman throws up a huge ice shield that stops all the bullets from hitting them. Which yeah. Which is pretty cool. He's like, see, I did something. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I do stuff. It's not uh, just you guys. And this, not... this 
she's not special. Yeah, because it, it does jump back and forth the perspective of Mystique and what she's doing, and then with this going on. So they're all like, well, what's this money for? And then it, it turns out that, like, uh, Sabretooth knew the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, so really they were just keeping Lady Mastermind out of the mix because well, uh, she's the one who's, like, talking to Sabretooth, like, hey, what's going on? Like, I don't think Mystique's telling us everything. And then Sabretooth's like, hey, they're here. Yeah, <laughs> like, so he knew the whole time that they're going to sell it. Well, uh, but before that, or, or buy rather, before uh, Mastermind tries to say that she's going to leave, that's Mystique watching the Havoc speech. Yeah, that's right. And Sabretooth didn't like it because he said he was going to hurl. Yeah, Sabretooth didn't like it. Which was so funny, just the way he said it. He says, I'm going to hurl from him. Yeah. Like, really? Like that, though? <laughs> like, like, not he's going to make me hurl. You're going to hurl from him? <laughs> he's, he's like his brother. <laughs> but... <laughs> And, and also, actually, the, the young X-Men, they, too, re- react to that. They're like, wait, so he gave this big old speech before yeah. uh, running into us? And, and the, we'll... the speech we're talking about is Havoc saying that, like, there shouldn't be a separate thing of, like, between mutants and humans. It should just be, like, they're all humans, and you shouldn't say the M-word. Yeah. Basically, he's trying to, like, a Make lot of the mutants are trying to... Uh, and I don't mean like sleeping pill version, but before that, they're trying to Cosby it where uh, their philosophy is like, like how, like people accuse Bill Cosby of like white people, of like being like white people will like you if you act white. And he, like he's trying to fit in, like they're gonna, like they'll accept us if we're just them. Yeah. If he pretends he's not a mutant, then more humans will like him. Well, because yeah, like, he's don't embrace your Cap. own culture. Yeah. Uh, like don't ever embrace your own culture. Try to fit in with what they're doing. It reminds yeah. me of that uh, Jay-Z line where he's like, OJ, like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and at one point, I think Kitty is like, wait, you knew about this, Logan? And he's like, yeah, I don't have time to tell you. Like, if I told you every time a Summers brother gives a speech or some announcement or declaration, I'd get nothing done. He's like, that made my full-time job. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I, I did really like the story that Kitty told of when she was younger before she had her powers of, like, falling in love with some kid. And she heard the kid say something anti-Semitic and, like, bark back at him that she was Jewish and that that's not the way you should, like, talk about somebody. And she felt proud of that moment. And that's her, like, standing in opposition of uh, what Havoc's saying. And I think, like, especially, like, the three of us can kind of relate to that because uh, – we are mixed, so we've definitely ha- we've had situations where people will say shit about Mexicans, not thinking that we're Mexican. Oh yeah, and it, like it is like, hey man, fuck you. Yeah, like just because. Racist. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool coming from Kitty too, because she does look like a human. Yeah, and you would assume, or I, I would assume for some reason that she'd be more, I don't know, not so open. I mean, obviously she's open, but she'd be more leaning towards Alex's side because she is opposed to Cyclops. But she was more agreeing with Cyclops in that, like, being very proud of being a mutant. Well, that actually, because over time, she does switch sides. So, like, this is, like, a really telling moment where, you know, Havoc and that side's losing her because of, like, their views and, like, being so conformist. And and apologetic, in a sense, of what they even are. Yeah. She's saying she'd rather... Say she's a mutant, so if there's going to be a problem, we're going to have it right now. And I like the little debate that goes on, too, between Bobby and uh, uh, Hank. Like, they're trying to, like, because Hank's like, is it, 
I understand what he's trying to say, but like, is mutant even derogatory? And then Bobby's <laughs> like, well, anything's derogatory if you say it with enough derogatory. And he's like, pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> and he makes like the disgusted. grossest, <laughs> disgusted face. <Yeah. laughs> Which is so great. But anyway, like, the, those conversations are so dense where they're basically in action, not doing anything, but it's covering so many pages of them just talking and uh, expressing, like, what their actual characters are. Yeah. It, Bobby's been, like, a good source of the uh, comedic relief, but sometimes they go a little overboard. Yeah. Like, because Kitty gives that whole big speech, and then Bobby's response is just like, you're Jewish? Yeah. Well, As if it's, I don't know, it was, like, pointless. It made him look dumber than he really is. Yeah, but I could also see, like, I yeah, I, I agree with you, but it, it is kind of funny. I'm just like, he's he's that, like, disconnected to what's going on. To me, it was like, that was too much. All the other ones I liked, but it seemed like he was trying to be, it was like they were trying to be funny, but it just made him look stupid. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying to break the tension or something, or... Like, it was a really serious moment, and it was like, what, how do you upend a really serious moment? It was like, oh, just a little bit of silliness thrown in. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, well, Bobby would have to do that, obviously. Um, but anyway, so back uh, with Mystique, it turns out that she's selling, uh, or, or not selling, uh, buying uh, Mandrapore, or at least the control of it, from Hydra, because uh, Madam Hydra shows up in Silver Samurai, which I don't know their tie together, like, what, what their connection is. Silver Samurai and Hydra? Uh, nothing that I know of. I don't know if just at this specific time he happens to be working with them. And Mystique was all very like, all right, Lady Mastermind. Well, she doesn't even call her Lady Mastermind. She just calls her Lady all the time. But she's like, all right, shut up. Don't talk. I'm doing all the talking. And it's like almost like she's skittish and scared, but also like not. It's really confusing. Because yeah. like, she didn't give them any information, but still invited them to the sale. Yeah. Just don't invite them. Why are they there? They don't because they're all like, "What's going on?" Shut up. Well, only Lady Mastermind, because like I said, yeah. like Sabretooth knew the whole time, so it just turned out to be like she was in the dark. Um, and then the X Men, like you said, Jean uh, loses focus, and they notice they're there, and immediately start shooting at them. And Bobby does put up the ice shield, but then Scott is like, "Wait a minute!" So they see us, and they just start shooting. Like that's that's it. And he's like, yeah, uh, Wolverine to Scott is like, yeah, welcome to the real world. Like, this is how it is. So this is that uh, that naiveness that Scott has sort of being disillusioned of, like, this exactly, this is the real world. This is how you've been treated. So, like, imagine you have an entire lifetime of these, hap- these things happening over and over and over again. It kind of gives more precedence to uh, that speech they keep replaying from older Scott, too. Yeah. Saying, like, we're going to protect these mutants and we're going to fight back. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like he has a huge point in what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, and he even says, like, to the the humans who are supporting us, like, we will protect and help you, too. But, like, we yeah. got to make At it. no point is he declaring war on humans. No. He is saying, if you try to attack us, we will defend ourselves. Yeah, he's Malcolm Xing it. Whereas, like... Because everyone, like, it was always, like, a comparison that gets drawn between Magneto and Xavier, the whole Malcolm X, um, Martin Luther King thing. Yeah. But in reality, Magneto was never really Malcolm X. No, not re- He was more, like, he take to the streets and kill them before ruthless. they can kill us. Yeah. Like, that- he started with trying to create a nuclear holocaust. I yeah. We're talking more about um, that comparison gets drawn when Claremont takes over. Because Magneto was just a straight villain when he started. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. 
And that is uh, also a time when Magneto's like close to the group, but always apart from them. Yeah, it's when kind of like uh, you know we read God Loves Man Kills. Yeah, kind of like that era. Right, Magneto. Uh, so the X Men show up because apparently Wolverine can smell Sabretooth from so far away, despite Sabretooth and them having flown away, and also he himself being in a jet. Yeah, and he can still smell through the jet through the air. Miles and miles and miles away. He's got a really good nose. <laughs> he's he's like the uh, the Toucan Sam. He is. He follows his In his list of abilities, I wanted to just say Super Sniffer. <laughs> I'm sure it does say something <laughs> like that. So they show up, um, and uh, Jean reads their minds, what's going on inside the, the warehouse, and she's like, oh, it sounds like she's trying to buy a place called Mandrapore. And then Bobby's all like, what a what? I feel it's, like you're adding an end to it. You are adding an end in there. It's Madripoor. Before we get people oh, writing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah Madripoor? I think <laughs> before I Before people start writing in and being so upset. Yeah, before that one that guy gets really pissed off, that huge uh, Madripoor fan. All right. It's, it's well, me I... writing under Sean Gutierrez. I'm like, <laughs> Madripoor. Stop saying it like that. And also, it's naivete. <laughs> You're just gonna point out every dramat like no error that I make <laughs> that no that technically grammatically it is naivete but you're an asshole if you say it like that so I didn't judge you at all for that one that was the guy I was playing a character just saying I didn't say anything when you said specially instead of especially I said especially <laughs> my e was the e is silent <laughs> all right so anyway the X Men end up crashing and like well first Wolverine's all like. All right, you guys stay here, and Kitty and I will stop this. And they're like, well, no, we're going to go with you. And he's like, no, you're not. And they're like, well, Sabretooth knows you're here. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And then he jumps in to the warehouse, and, of course, they all follow him because why would they listen to him? Also, unrelated, but uh, the inking in this book was done by Wade Von Grodbagger. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have to point that out. <laughs> um. But I thought it was so great uh, because it's like a double page, like splash page of them going into the warehouse. And it looks like every uh, image that Lady Mastermind had set up where they were like covering their own tracks. Like she kept making it like the X-Men were descending on whoever they were robbing. And like this is them literally descending on them breaking up their deal with Hydra. Yeah, she's probably like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking irony, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 we're getting to the stabby stabbiness. Yep. Um, because <laughs> because uh, so the X Men crash in and they're fighting and uh, Hydra's all like, "Fucking, you set us up!" And yeah. Mystique's all like, "The fuck I did! I hate these guys!" And also, it's like, "Why are you guys ruining my sale?" Mystique, <laughs> right before that, had a badass line too. Because uh, when they're negotiating the whole deal, yeah, uh, Lady Hydra is like, "Oh, why don't why didn't you just disguise yourself and assassinate me?" And she's like, "Well, I could have just took you over and like took over the whole position." She's like, "Well, you could try." <laughs> she says, "Like, well, and the reason I didn't assassinate you was because like I kill you, and then there's two more that take your place, right? So what's the point?" Yeah, and I like the the way they drew Lady Hydra too because she gives this look like I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but also that's not cool because I want to stay in control. <laughs> like it's that thing where, like, a group of people go to jump a person and they only have like one bullet left or whatever, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, 
well, like, like, you can't shoot all of us. It's like, well, I got to shoot all of you. I just got to shoot you. And they're like, oh, good point. Everyone back away. <laughs> you know, that, that whole thing where, like, well, the leader doesn't want to die. Yeah, so she, she had that shocked look. She kind of realized, like, that was the only thing that kept her from dying, basically. Yeah, the fact just somebody <laughs> would take her place. Because just because uh, Mystique kills her doesn't mean she's going to get Madripoor. Yeah. Although she did say, kill you, and then I just take your place. Which, I mean, technically would work, at least for a little while. Yeah, but Mystique never actually commits on any of no. this. She always flashes her eyes yellow, fucks it up yeah, herself. Yeah, at, <laughs> at the end of the second X-Men movie, she does that as Senator Kelly, <clears throat> and then just like... To the was, camera of everyone. Yeah. Was yeah. she like hang out with his family for a couple of months and then disappear? Like, she didn't do anything as Kelly. Yeah. She so, did weird things as Kelly, and that's it. So Lady Mastermind sees Jean, and she's like, fucking that bitch who ruined my family because my dad was a villain and she made him go insane by giving him like like infinity brain basically <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah Puts she made him go mad cosmos, yeah. uh-huh. and so she's like what i'm gonna do is make my dad that's, and like why would she know who the fuck like that's marvel's next yeah, major that, that was like the, the bedtime stories that he read to her was like <laughs> what he was doing to gene gray this whole time yeah also like she shits on her own dad for several issues before this yeah. And then she's like, you made my dad crazy. And then... Because he was an asshole, but then he was crazy. So. And But then in Gene's only reference to who this is, is through Beast's memories of Gene's life. So she doesn't actually have an attachment to this guy who Lady Mastermind decides to make the illusion of to influence Gene to be like, it's Phoenix time. Yeah, they don't really have the connection. It was kind of dumb on lady mastermind's part yeah i'm trying to remember uh i know we covered it but was beast around during dark phoenix i think he was an avenger at that time yeah i don't think he was there to even have reference of him. yeah a lot of a lot of her life that you see in that splash page that they do doesn't make sense because why would beast have those perspectives don't they call the avengers and he was uh there and then he leaves he that does happen, yeah, yeah. During because well, he's there for the try the whole. But I'm assuming thing. that like yeah, of course he's read through all the like the files of these events and would know him that way. What what I'm saying is like not only Jean Grey does Jean Grey not have her attachment towards it, she doesn't even have Beast's attachment towards it from getting his memories of it. Yeah. Like she's like four ways removed from this. Yeah. yeah, which actually makes what happens next make more sense. Yeah. But anyway, it's implied that Lady Mastermind creates this illusion that she's going. Th- Dark Phoenix, and yeah, Wolverine right away looks Scotty right at the Stabby stomach. Tech. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh, "I'm looking mighty good right now." And even young Scott, who has no precedence of seeing it before, is like, "I have a feeling this is your thing. You need to chill." <laughs> yeah. Right when they first get there, the X Men show up. I just got to point out, uh, Beast gets tossed like nothing by Mystique. Oh yeah, she straights up judo throws him. Yeah, because you can. It looks like as if he jumped at her, and she just catches his arm and chucks him correct. Yeah, away, while saying "you idiots." Yeah, because they're nice. ruining her or her yeah. uh, purchase, and also they they aren't nearly as trained as she is. Yeah, but I just got to point that out because it's gonna. Oh right, because later <laughs> it's gonna play into something. He's got some fucking animanium feet. <laughs> uh, so issue fourteen starts with Wolverine getting real stabby stabby still. Because he's seeing Jean Grey all Dark Phoenix. And then he goes to do that. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, she stops him with her telekinesis. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, you were, like you, were, you were all fiery. This is when I stab you. And she's like, no. <laughs> I was projecting that. I was scaring them. 
He's like, uh, oh, he's like, wait, she you guys were saying James. that? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's in trouble. Just, James, what are you doing? <laughs> you want to stab me in the stomach a little bit. I'm going to do nothing bad. Yeah. Uh, and then there's is basically just a really cool fight going on between the X-Men and uh, Mystique's group and Hydra. And at one weird point, like, Beast calls Sabretooth Papa? Yeah, he's like, wait, you're not my daddy. <laughs> Which like, I don't understand weird. what's going on. And So this is why I had to bring that up, because right next to that panel, we got Gene, who straight kicks Mystique in the face. And I'm like, how? You got no powers, physically. Yeah. And Mystique is catching Beast, who is fast, strong, agile, and takes a straight kick to the face. From Maybe she just throws <laughs> her in position and kicked her in the face. Could have. No, you know, they always show the little things yeah. coming out of the head. No mental powers. Maybe Ridiculous. she's just making her foot fly faster. Because uh-huh. even then, she's like, she's barely been an X-Men, and Mystique is a great hand-to-hand fighter, so. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, have you seen Five Old Goes West? Fuck yeah. All right, so the way that Beast was saying that, I was in my head thinking Five Old Goes West, like, Papa, Fievel, Papa, Fievel. Just the fact that he didn't even say dad, he's like an adult. He's like, you're not my daddy. <laughs> I was like, this is so weird. I don't know if this is sexual or my what. My daddy. It, it doesn't make any sense because it's not like Lady Mastermind created some illusion where he suddenly thought he was fighting his dad or something. Well, didn't Gene really make weird. the illusion? Well, no, because, all right, so that's what I was saying. I think it was just a reference to the fur. That's as deep as it gets. I think that Lady Mastermind set up the illusion and that Gene ran with it. Because I think maybe she was like, oh, this is going to intimidate the fuck out of them. And then I think there was some weird thing happening where Lady Mastermind was actually projecting the image to the X-Men. And then she was projecting the image herself to all of Hydra. And so she thought she also projected it to the X-Men. Oh, okay. Because they don't really pick that up in issue 14, but it's really obvious that's what she's doing in the, at the end of issue 13. So Jean thinks that she did that. Lady Mastermind then decides to just make Professor Xavier show up yeah, out of nowhere. She's throwing Hail Marys sco- left yeah. and right in this. And yeah. he starts scolding the X-Men. Beast and the X- like, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, he's all like, you guys got to come back to your time right now. I'm so disappointed in you. Yeah, <laughs> Go get me roll, a switch. <laughs> and they're like, they slowly realize like that doesn't make any sense. While Beast is doing like some sick beatboxing. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll have to post this picture. But Beast is like, has his hand to his <laughs> oh, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like he's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's realizing no one knows that they're there. So it doesn't make any sense that Xavier would suddenly be there in the future. <laughs> But he's rapping that line. And then Wolverine is explaining how it can't possibly be while he takes a bullet in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. She's like, how does it feel to be penetrated in the stomach? <laughs> Bastard. Basically. Which doesn't make sense because he's trying to diss Beast's intelligence while he accepts a bullet in the stomach. <laughs> They're real smart. Yeah. So then Lady Mastermind and Jean start fighting because she's all like, how is that for illusions? and A slice of fried gold. Yeah. And then Gene's all like, I don't even know your dad. <laughs> yeah, so they, they fight a bit. Uh, oh, so so um, while they're fighting, Silver Samurai is like deflecting one of Cyclops' beams while yeah. Bobby is like on an ice slide. And I point that out because as Bobby's flying through the air and his ice slide is destroyed, he looks like a ghost. <laughs> like, he looks like... A little ghost there. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
he it was drawn really wiggly. He can't penetrate Silver Samurai because that's all adamantium, right? The uh, I guess, but it's also could. shiny, right? So polished it up, right? Isn't it like Cyclops' think... whole thing with the optic blast? They bank off shiny shit for some reason. Yeah, but it, it's not that it makes sense. It's just that Silver it Samurai having adamantium, I think, is strictly a movie thing. Is it? I don't know anything about Silver Samurai. All I know is he was. Drawn you would think it's silver. Place. I'm pretty sure it's silver. <laughs> it's. I think it's some weird Marvel metal, but it's not adamantium because he can't seem to penetrate like. Even the concussive blast, it's not pushing. It's just he's blocking it. Well, all right. So repeatedly. here's here's my problem with the optic blast thing. It's a this really is, shiny sword. This is the dumbest thing about Cyclops, is that he has to wear the ruby quartz because the ruby quartz is the only thing that absorbs and redirects the beam back. But also, so does every shiny thing ever. So couldn't he just wear like some shiny ass blinders or something? Well, no, because it doesn't I just... redirect it. It goes. It lets it go through. I assume right. they were just hoping. No, 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 the because they, they've I explained just, it that it, like there are modes to it. That's why he like has a control that like it dials, like it, 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 when he hits it, it like it turns an aperture that opens up, so yeah. it's only sort of covered, so that some of the beam can go through, so he can use it with the visor. But what you were saying, I assume that they use ruby quartz because it's the only thing shiny and reflective enough that he can see through. Because like yeah, he could have like some shiny ass metal, but he's gonna be walking around blind. Sure, but like. The Avengers could have just put any random shiny, like he, they could just put a mirror in front of his face instead of a, a ruby quartz thing. But I took it when like he it was a prisoner. It doesn't bounce back. Whereas I thought it, ruby quartz like kind of absorbs it, whereas everything else bounces back. Yeah, but I mean, considering his powers, it bouncing back at him isn't that big of a deal Maybe for him. Overcharge when he'd explode. He's done that. <laughs> Anybody's listening, Justin's making a jerky goth motion. He's already almost exploded before by just using his power for too long. He almost yeah. exploded when he saw Jean. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. again when he saw Emma while he yeah. was dating Jean and thinking of Psylocke. <laughs> you think young Cyclops, when he's like saw everything that like old Cyclops has been through, for a, at least a little bit, he was like, "Man, I'm gonna get so many hot girls." Like this it's is awesome. so laid. It's like it's like Gene and this Emma chick. That's awesome. He's like semi back, <laughs> and some sailor chick. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oletti's forest. <laughs> and, and oh, who's the Madeline? The Asian chick, uh, from uh, Iron Fist. Because oh, isn't Colleen he with her Wayne, too? Yeah, yeah Colleen oh, yeah, Wayne. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's a lot of Asian chicks in Iron Fist. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. There, Scott realizes he's not making any headway with uh, Silver Samurai and that Beast is having a hard time with Sabretooth, so they just switch off. And then Beast is just able to kick swords. Yeah, blocks the sword with the bottom of his feet. Yep. So now we can add that to his repertoire. Yeah. He's got adamantium feet. And then uh, I think the, the hardest ends up being Silver Samurai. They're not really able to stop. And Gene, like, rips his mask off. And for some reason, that makes Scott able to beat him when he shoots at him. Maybe. But you'd think it'd be right in his face. But like you said before, it was, like, right in the chest. Yeah. Maybe it bounced off the chest into his face and then keeps shooting around <laughs> inside of his helmet's shiny. <laughs> I did, like, so when uh, Mastermind is fighting Gene, Gene's saying, because uh, Mastermind goes ahead and projects images into Gene, like, Scott with Emma and stuff. Yeah. And she's like, oh, if you're trying to make me mad you won and then she's like the difference between us is you project illusions and i project reality and then basically gives her all of the fears that she ever actually had it yeah. makes her think they're real 
which was pretty cool because that is Gina's way more powerful than just an illusionist. Yeah. Also telekinesis. Yeah. She's like, more than like, able to throw her or put her to sleep. Essentially, yeah, later anything. mastermind is just Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is how the uh, the X Men win is Jean just basically starts putting everyone to sleep. She yeah. does, but also they escape when she puts them to sleep. Yeah. Well, Mystique doesn't, but she escapes later anyway. Lady Mastermind doesn't get put to sleep, but she escapes because, she, well, first, the Avengers show up, but then it turns out to just be a projection of the Avengers so that Lady Mastermind could run away. And after they've realized it was a projection, the actual Avengers show up to start, well, mainly Captain America, to start chastising them for showing up and, you know, doing their job as superheroes yep. uh, after he explicitly told them not to. And there was a great moment where Bobby throws a snowball right at Thor. Thinking they're yeah. projections after Kitty and Logan just told him they weren't projections. Well, because the first like, oh, ones, oh shit, they are real. The first ones were projections when they showed up. Yeah. yeah, and then they disappear, and then Bobby still doesn't believe it because he's talking shit about them. Well, he actually because he he's nervous when the projections show up. Yeah, right. So he's like, okay, we're so sorry, and all all this stuff. Like, and then after he realizes those those are projections, he's not willing to believe. Well, and he starts talking shit right after that. Yeah. When the projections go in, he's like, yeah, there's no way that the uh, the Avengers could do. And then Cap actually shows up. He's like, I would love to hear the end of this. And he's like, uh, hey, you're not real. <laughs> he's like, please don't be real. And there was more of a Iceman being proud of himself because he ends up like sliding Sabretooth on an ice slide. And he's like, uh, ta-da, looking at everybody. <laughs> and Gene's making Sabretooth for some reason all... Uh, whiny is he hits his back and i thought it was so weird he's <laughs> yeah. like ow 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 i'm like what is going on here yeah he's like oh my back even when he just said oh my back i was like sabertooth gonna be complaining about his back but then it's yeah it's, it's explained that gene's making them all whiny yeah. like that because jokes you know yeah also when he realizes that he threw a snowball at the real thor the drawing they do of him is terrifying of thor or Iceman? of iceman Oh, yeah. Well, because he terrifying. is like, oh, my God. He's kind of mortified. <laughs> but he looks more like but a he ghoul does. than he does. Yeah, yeah. he looks like There's a so ghoul many from monsters. Uh, and, and then I, I think we kind of skipped Lady Mastermind trying to get away. No, I said it. Did we? Because that's, oh. that's why the illusion of the Avengers are brought up so that she could get away. But and the Professor Kitty, Kitty Pride smacks. part. Yeah. Because she goes, oh. Oh, yeah, she's like, Pride? She's like, Professor Kitty. <laughs> yeah. And then Thor, you're talking about, like, all the monsters – yeah. Iceman looks like ghosts and ghouls, and he's like, you're the weirdest little frost giant I've ever seen. Which is weird because doesn't he know Iceman? Yep. Well, you'd think. But it's Thor. Does he really care? He kind yeah, of... I could also easily shit. see him calling the original Bobby Drake, like, uh, some version of an yeah. ice giant. Yeah. What they did, I think they did a whole arc. A frost giant. Yeah. About he probably that. never shows up for meetings, too. Yeah. Do yeah, breathe? he's... <laughs> I don't know if you uh, read a lot of Thor, but he's not really a details guy. <laughs> he's like, where do you want me to throw this hammer? He's kind of just looking for nails, you know? <laughs> Get that hammer. Oh, this the weirdest high five. I don't know if you're going to the... The Nick. Summers Brother. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Summers Brother. Like, it was the whitest high five. He's like, Summers Brother high five. He's like, do we do that? And Alex's like, no. And they're not and, good at and it. And then they smile, but do. Cyclops does the weirdest thing, because he doesn't just high five him. He, like, uses his other hand to hold... Alex's forearm yeah. to plant it squarely. <laughs> and they're way too close for a high five. So there's not like that smack. They're just kind of touching well, forearms they already, and, and we didn't really talk about this, but in the, the issue prior, or actually the one before that, when they hug right before they the X-Men leave, when, when uh, Cap's all like, you're benched, their hug 
is so close. Dick to dick. Dick to dick. It's it's like one of those tips uh, are touching. Yeah. They're they're practically docked. It's like one of those hugs that JD does in Scrubs. <laughs> where he's like too close he's like sniffs in too much and like you smell like like lavender and happiness <laughs> it's like cyclops fucking already... scrubs reference in like 13 years <laughs> he fails too much it's like i'm not doing that again last time i missed the high five yeah. <laughs> so he's gotta grab the forearm to make sure he no heard errors. somebody say you look at the elbow and he's like you grab the elbow <laughs> <laughs> but then he also did it really slow because you only see the contact but if that was in real motion yep. it was a super slow high five so that he didn't miss with somebody with geometry powers you think he'd be better yeah. at landing a high five <laughs> yeah maybe it was alex the unseen panel alex kept missing so he's like, i'm just gonna hold your forearm bro or maybe he's just because he's still got that shitty old visor right so he probably oh, loses yeah. a lot of peripheral vision yeah and he just needs to know he's got they like i don't want my little brother to think i'm lame i gotta <laughs> land this uh but basically yeah alex is like good job being a superhero and all that while cap is like oh, i told you guys not to yeah Alex was all backing them up because they, yeah. they did save the day. They stopped the villains. They did what they were supposed to do. And Captain America's kind of deep down. He's like, damn it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Job security's gone. They're doing my job for me. <laughs> yeah. But, and then the humans, the far superior humans, immediately drop the ball on imprisoning a mutant. Yeah. So the issue ends basically like uh, Mystique is taken to uh, the raft to be a prisoner. And Maria Hill shows up because she had a big problem with her in the first place. Like, when Lady Mastermind got broken out of the raft, it's because uh, she impersonated Maria Hill. So now she shows up to, like, kind of rub it in Mystique's face. Haha, now you're here. But then she escapes because she just dresses up like Maria Hill again. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and leaves. Uh, the last issue, or the last um, panels that they show for this issue is uh, Jean Grey sitting on uh, the basketball court at the school. Like, she's sitting on the basketball court of the school, like, uh, uh, like thinking about like all the stuff with the phoenix and yeah. my only thought reading that was like i hope nobody has to leave <laughs> right <laughs> because she's fallen right down or like okay depending on what would happen to her does the when, when the blackbird comes out does it open up or down because she, she'd fall but i feel like she'd fall if it went open down it doesn't it doesn't do either it separates okay yeah she'd fall I was just thinking, like, it'd also be funny if it, like, opened it, like, catapulted like, her. up, and then she just, like, not even catapulted, was just, like, did, like, a barrel roll <laughs> down the side, but, like, wasn't expecting it to happen. So she just sort of flops at the, the edge of it. It would have been fucked up, like, her foot kind of got wedged in between, like, the actual border of the court, and then the, the panel of the ground coming up, that, that would suck. Yeah, that, that would suck. <laughs> But yeah, it's just her thinking about turning into Dark Phoenix and shit. And yeah. Which you think is going to like pay off somewhere. And then it doesn't really. No, not really, no. She even gets her own solo series like a year or two later. And it still doesn't exactly pay off. I think she was more so thinking of uh, how she made everybody mad. Yeah. Because she did say over and over again, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to project that into you because she... Really, she was just worried that she almost got stabbed in the stomach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she... Also, I'm glad it didn't pay off. Because yeah. we don't we don't need to see the Phoenix every like two years. Yeah. Even though we saw it in, in two years after this, Wars. <laughs> she she does keep saying though like she's the only one who saw their life flash before them. Like she knows what happens more specifically than everyone else. Although we did just say like but four times removed. But uh, because of that, she feels like she has to be perfect. 
with everything to try to avoid it. Like there's no way to avoid it if she's not being perfect, but then also she can't be perfect because she's got all this power and, you know, doesn't know how to control it yet. Uh, anyway, that's, like you said, that's where it ends. Um, and then uh, 15 uh, is, is kind of about nothing and, uh, and all sorts of stuff at the same time. And the art style changes dramatically, so that's really weird. Nice yeah, cover, though. They go yeah. more into the Scooby-Doo direction that they they end up in with, like, the all-new cast of X-Men. Yeah. Um, so. Everything's super flat, the drawing. Yeah. I mean, it looks like cardboard cutouts of people just walking around all stiff. Yeah, it's all real sharp. Yeah, it's like Kids yeah. Next Door, kind of. Like, it, it just becomes more of that cartoonish vibe. Uh, Jean Gra- or Rachel Gray just shows up. And I like to think that she yelled this because she says good morning students as he drops down in fire. But she yelled that shit at the top of her. Yeah. Like, like Robin Williams at the at, at the beginning, good morning Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but also, though, because she's got like a piece of the Phoenix. So it is interesting that like Jean just had that whole like long thought thing of the Phoenix. And then Rachel shows up and she's you know, all fiery and what have you. Yeah. And then uh, Storm's like, I got to tell you. And she's like, don't tell me shit. I want to shower and I want to go to bed and whatever it is can wait. Yeah, and then they're X-Men right now. Huh? They're an X-Men right now. They're X-Men title. Yeah. Just X-Men. Which I'm digging her McDonald's uniform she's got going on here. <laughs> she does look <laughs> like she's a McDonald's. Yeah. And then she's, as she's going to go into the bathroom, Jean's like, this conversation, I'm not loving it. <laughs> so there's like... Uh, there's a, a an awkward moment because obviously they're psychics and they both kind of like look at each other and like psychically scan each other and realize who each other are and then just sort of go about their day. So that, I, I like that part. And then it gets kind of weird. Like Scott's trying to uh, write another, yet, yet another love letter to Jean. Yeah, the same one again. Yeah, but doesn't like it. And so he shoots it away and like literally like optic blasts it. Because that's what you do when you have optic blast yeah. powers. You find all the little ways you can use it. it I would. glasses up. Yeah. And destroys the whole office. <laughs> You'd think. Yeah. Just rips the ceiling off the Xavier Institute. Then Bobby's like, yeah, you showed that piece of paper. Oh, sorry, the Jean Grey yeah. Institute. Yeah. yeah. Get it right. I thought it was going somewhere because she was like, oh, you want to go get something to eat? He's like, just you and me? I was like, yeah. <laughs> just me and you. It's <laughs> like, yeah, man, dicks up. Let's go. <laughs> Because <laughs> he does point out like the window and he like look at my older self like making out with our like yeah. Professor Kitty making out with the girl yeah not cool yeah. freaks well, me out all, all jokes aside though I think it was like a um like when a friend of a friend asks you to hang out and you're like like oh we don't hang out we we're in the same group but we don't hang out yeah like but sure yeah okay. it's like I want to be more of a friend <laughs> more, more than just friends. <laughs> I want to be ice cream buddies. Let's go. <laughs> I think if I just made them for my body, you'd think that was weird. <laughs> you got to add flavor and make it a snow cone. <laughs> well, I don't think Scott would like the flavor he was going to add. It was oh, a little Jesus salty. Christ. <laughs> so he's mad because he's saying, like, I like it's cool that, you know, I got a girlfriend, but her, no. Yeah, I just can't see it. My teacher? <laughs> Uh, He's like, what kind of kid dreams about banging his teacher? Yeah. Only all of them, though, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Um, 
So they they decide that uh, meanwhile Jean and Beast like Beast is trying to help her control like her telekinesis and expand her powers and so she's like all right well I'm gonna try something and they're like he's trying to get her to levitate Logan's motorcycle and stuff and she actually takes it all apart um, psychically or telekinetically rather and then I, it, it's implied that she plans on putting it all back together while she's concentrating. Uh, because Beast even tries to like talk to her while it's happening, and she's like, "Shut up!" But while she's doing this, Bobby and Scott walk through, and Bobby like ruins her concentration, and so it all falls apart. And then uh, Logan comes out, and he's like, "What the fuck did you guys do to my motorcycle?" And also, where's my Jeep? Because like Bobby and Scott just took it. <laughs> I like how they picked a line that both like signifies that he's from the '60s, and also that he doesn't know how to talk to women. Uh huh. <laughs> Calling her foxy lady. Yeah. And then Wolverine's like, the two of you fix this motorcycle right now. And Beast is like, well, that's not really my thing. Like, I'm a, I'm a really smart guy, and I, I do gadgets and stuff. But, like, I'm not, like, a mechanic. And, and he's like, a bioengineer. He's like, I don't care. Fix it. And so. He just keeps on saying, that's my motorcycle, Hank. <laughs> yeah. And then Gene has an image of Wolverine from Astonishing X-Men. And they're just like, all right, you're serious. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it. And then Iceman and Scott, they're getting, like, ice cream, like I yeah. said. Like, there's a lot of jumping around. I was hoping that what would happen in this book, because, like, they're from the 60s, and they were like, oh, like, what should we go do? And I was hoping they would, like, because they want, are trying to find teenagers and stuff to Cold hang out with. roller skating? I was hoping that they were going to, like, oh, like, I, have you heard of that thing called the mall? Like, all the, <laughs> they go there, just nobody's fucking there. Yeah. He always steals his coat. He yeah, just he, take the vehicle. He's got to put on the coat because that's where weird. Wolverine keeps his money. Yeah, he, yeah, he learned that. that? Who, well, Scott does because he knows that's where the money is now. But then he acted surprised. Well, the, the first time he did, in this one, Bobby was surprised because Cyclops just had a shit ton of money. Yeah, he's like Cyclops yeah. did it with intent oh, to yeah. like take the money. Yeah, because <laughs> Bobby's like, wait a minute, we don't have. We went out to go get ice cream. We don't have money. I left all my money yeah. in our time. And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Logan keeps a shit ton of money in all of his coats. So. I just noticed too the girl that starts hitting on Scott. Uh, does it as soon as he pulls out a wad of cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, he can get us so much ice cream, you guys. Yeah, and her line is like, you look like somebody I know, which is like the classic, <laughs> like, oh, like, I don't really mean that, but, like, let's talk line. Yeah. But also, he does look exactly like himself, but younger, so yeah, there's that. Um, and then Bobby makes it really obvious, but like, yeah, we're, we're mutants, we're superheroes, we got powers, and we do crazy stuff. And this is Cyclops. He's this is the guy. He's wanted. <laughs> yeah, he's wanted. She's like fighting <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, and then so also at this time, Beast and Gene are fixing the motorcycle, and Beast is real creepy in his mind, just like, yeah. man, she's so pretty. He's like, oh, I remember when I wanted that. I'm gonna need the 20 Still centimeter new. ranch, yes, and I remember the first time I ever saw you. I just dropped the kiss in your lips, and I'm gonna need to put. <laughs> this yeah. part back on this part lube. so we can fix it all lubrication yeah take the w <laughs> take the wd-40 and lubricate this part and i'll lubricate my penis <laughs> <laughs> oh man if only i did it back then like so it's this really which weird... is like an appropriate way to illustrate how a guy actually thinks when he's working on a car <laughs> <laughs> kind of like it does make sense that like yeah you could be thinking of two things at the same time that are wildly different like i, I do that all the time and so, like, in a way, you want to think Beast is a creep because he always kind of is a creep. But also, it's you can tell that that's, like, an involuntary part. Like, because he's thinking about himself when he was younger because he's, he's creep, got 
Yes, I know. That's like saying Professor Xavier, like, doing that stuff. Oh, it's involuntary. He just likes little girls. It's not a creep. He just thinks it. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Because he's, he's not saying, like, I want to do this to her. Is like, yeah. man, I should have been more open with myself when I was younger. It goes well, without it, saying, though, because she, like, he was raised she's with She's so her. hot. It, I mean, I guess it is kind of like a weird it's a, area. It's a weird gray area. Because if you think back to, like, oh, I went to high school with that chick. She was so hot. And, like, it's kind of creepy if you really think about it. Yeah. But he's saying she I mean, is yeah. so hot right now. That well, like, no, could have been cut it's, out. And it's, he, all the stuff about he should have took it, the chance when he had it isn't creepy. It was the fact that he was commenting about how hot she is. Yeah. Right now. Okay, kind of. But, I mean, it's, it's almost exactly the same thing Scott did when he first saw her. Where he was just like, oh, holy shit, this is hurt when I fell in love with her. Like, this is that person. So It felt a little less creepy for some reason. Because we're biased. It's true love. Because we're, we're biased. biased. Yeah. yeah. It's all maybe. because we're biased. But I don't remember him commenting about how hot she was. No, no, not in the moment. Well, okay. There, there he didn't say also, hot, but he said she's perfect. Like this is when she was like absolutely. There, well, that's why perfect. words matter. There is that objective difference, it right? Twisted a tiny bit. He was like, "Oh my God, there she is, my true love. She's still beautiful and all this." Like when I fell in love with her, and then Beast is like, "Man, I remember when I wanted to tap that." <laughs> it's like shit. I should have done something back then but then i started telling people i was gay <laughs> <laughs> to make a point that that backfired <laughs> because then i wasn't sleeping with anybody and then bobby joined me on the defenders right but not when he said it like back in the new mutants yeah i mean it was right around guy. the time when uh it was like he said he was gay and then he started banging brand well yeah and, and astonishing of like a year later which maybe he just started telling everyone like she had a dick the whole time <laughs> it's like you don't know she's an alien I mean, and he had a date. He had a date that broke up with him because he was gay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She was like, "You're what?" And he's like, "I'm gay. You should know this. <laughs> I'm a mutant and gay because you broke up with me." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. She did. She she broke up with him, and he was like, "Well, I'm gay now. <laughs> so take that." <laughs> yeah. So Jean's weirded out, but like probably even more weird than he him having these thoughts is like. She's like, oh, you feel this sort of way? Well, then I'm going to go get with you. But, like, not blue you. That's creepy. Uh, to, I don't think it's Jean Grey who does that. I'm pretty sure it's Ditto. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> because they draw her with the Ditto eyes. <laughs> and then it goes back to Scott and Bobby, and they're not fully believing their story about them being X-Men, even after, like, Bobby does the whole, like, he freezes their ice cream, which... Come on. That's what you're going to do? You're going to make something already frozen a little more frozen? I mean, freezer burned it. Right. Okay. But, all right. Say. Also, why Why does why do his powers always involve fucking with somebody's food? It, like, it's always like a drink he, like, spits in and it's colder. Right. <laughs> like, don't breathe in my fucking drink. It's bro. like if Jesus was in front of you and to prove he was Jesus. He walked on my glass of water? Well, he walked on a puddle. Like, the puddle's already on the sidewalk, and it's like, it's not really any real difference than walking on the sidewalk, but he's slightly above the sidewalk because he's walking over the puddle. I'm thinking <laughs> of, like, more up-to-date, like, Bible miracles, and it's Jesus. Like, I have two fish sticks. <laughs> now it's three fish sticks. <laughs> it's just magic trick. He, he has fish sticks up his sleeve. <laughs> he's, is, like, doing that trick. Where you like are pulling it out of your mouth and it's just fish sticks, but it's just <laughs> him. It's just the point of view, so you can't see it. Oh man, so Jesus, gay fish, it's crazy. <laughs> oh man, his symbol is a fish too. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. 
And anyway, suddenly a bunch of cop cars are chasing another car. It's like obvious, like there's criminals in the front car being chased by other cop cars. And Bobby and Scott are like, all right, well, we'll stop this. And they get all superhero on their ass. And then the girls are like, oh, my God, they really are who they said they were because look at them being superheroes with optic blasts and ice powers. And then Wolverine shows up to ruin that because he's all like, you stole my stuff and my coat and money. He's a, he's a, I'm here to cock you. <laughs> Which I think was included when I said stuff. It was kind of redundant. Uh, also, he's got like a big like douchebag belt buckle on. It's like an, um, like an eagle or something. Or like a bat. It's a bat logo. It's the bat symbol. <laughs> yeah, a bat. <laughs> he's a big fan. Uh, they get their numbers though, those girls. Yeah. And the other girl's all pissed, like, oh, man. Well, she's trying to write it on uh, Bobby's hand or whatever, and it's, like, not writing. It's excuses. It's weird. <laughs> he was making his hand all moist. He's like, <laughs> yeah. it won't write. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> or he's, like, freezing the pen <laughs> so the ink's stuck. I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, that she's like, you'll get it from my fr- uh, my friend, though, right? He's like, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I like to think that, like, his hand's just frozen. He's like, write it right here. <laughs> oh, I won't write. I write my, my forearm. He freezes his forearm. <laughs> It's like, oh, weird that your your pencil lead broke. That's weird. <laughs> so, yeah, Gene goes to young Hank and is all like, hey, so I read your mind. Like, not your mind, but older you's mind perving out on me. And I thought that was super hot. And he's yeah. like, how dare you invade my privacy? And he's like, and she, she's like, well, technically I invaded his privacy. Let me check out what's in your pants. I want to see it. <laughs> Before it's blue. There was no precedence for this whatsoever. No. But then he's like, ah, it's true. I do want you. And then they, like, make out. And then it ends with her, like, going to her room. Well, first she runs into Rachel again, and then that's awkward again. Yeah. Well, and I hope you like the guy who, like, who thinks it's romantic to, like, recite Shakespeare to you. Because that's what you're signing up for. Well, really, she's just mad at Scott, so she's going to make out with me. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she goes she goes to her room. Except and, she runs away with Scott soon. And Well, cause, oh, yeah. yeah, she pulls out the wedding invitation that Scott gave her. And is, like, reflecting on it. So, in a way, I feel like this is Gene trying to just change shit. Yeah. Like, well, if I end up with Beast, then obviously I'm not with Scott. And obviously that has to change stuff. So, things have to be different. I think there's that. But then also, like, reflecting on... Because Beast even says, like, you're in love with Scott. Scott's in love with you. There's no room for me in this. And she's like, well, I'm not in love with Scott. And then they make out. She's like, three-way? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, in a couple years three three ways are going to be huge with like mutants <laughs> oh my god man there have been so many references in those in the, the current books to yeah. orgies it is ridiculous it's ever emphasis on the dick yeah also where it says next issue battle of the atom it, yeah the lettering's kind of weird and it looks like it says battle of the atom <laughs> yeah oh yeah there's a little bit of space between yeah. the a and the t but yeah, so we're going to have um, the rest of Uncanny up till Battle of the Atom next week. Yeah. And, and then we'll, we're getting into Battle of the Atom. And we'll let you in on that. Oh yeah, that speech. Crazy speech. Yeah, next week when yeah. we're covering uh, the last three issues of Uncanny leading up to Battle of the Atom, we'll go over the uh, speech from uh, Uncanny Avengers 5 that Havoc gives. Yeah. Alex. His name's Alex. You know what's funny? I was actually just thinking of this. Yeah, call him Alex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when... With the X-Men especially, but I feel like with most of the Marvel properties, when we talk about, when we're referencing the characters from, say, like a movie or cartoon, like, my first reaction is always to be, like, their superhero name. But then, anytime I'm talking about their comics, my first 
instinct is actually go by their actual name because in the comics they're always referred to as their actual name like you know what their superhero name is but rarely does anyone ever call them that yeah yeah so it's like i think this it weird just depends duality. on how familiar you feel with the character because like like i don't think i'd ever call batman bruce but i i could no, see sure why but you don't read the would. comic yeah, yeah. It also depends on, which we've talked about, like, what's said in the comic. Because Magneto is always called Magneto. So it's super weird to call him Eric. Yeah. Well, we've done it a few times. I feel, like they, <laughs> I feel like they call him Max uh, more than they call him Eric now. Really? Yeah, I, I've been seeing it all the time, the stuff we've been reading. They call him Max constantly. I can see Xavier doing that. He's in some of the books we've read. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. <laughs> but like, Especially I, in the stuff uh, coming out at the time of this recording uh, with all the Hickman stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Xavier calling uh, Magneto Max. Mm. That's weird. But, like, uh, who else was it? Oh, Cyclops and Scott. Scott's quicker. Yeah, sort of. But, like, think about someone listening to us, right? What would be their frame of reference? I mean, this show probably would be their actual names because, I mean, it's, it's a pretty niche audience. <laughs> but, like, it, it's just it's weird because if I think of the X-Men movies, my first instinct isn't to call... Cyclops Scott. It's to still refer to him as Cyclops. So, I, I think that's because he doesn't have a character in any of the X-Men movies. He doesn't do movies. much. He just yells Gene. <laughs> Gene! Right. I'm just saying. Like I, I think I was thinking about that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of yeah. funny. Like I'm acutely aware of all these characters intimately because of the comics, but I'm still, like, when I think of them in terms of the cartoons or the movies, am removed enough that, like, I care more about the superhero persona yeah, than yeah. I do the person. But all the comics, is you're very connected with the individual. You know what's not removed enough is our T-shirts from Tee Public. They should be removed from there and into your home. Yes, like so many. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, we have, uh, we have T-shirts, coffee mugs, travel coffee mugs. We have a baby onesie that Justin loves. Yeah. Uh, he tried to get an adult size, but I don't really have those. Wow. So he's on a diet now for it if you get a bunch you can stitch them together and make an adult onesie like a voltron onesie (laughs) it's like five baby onesies come together to form one giant baby yeah it'll make you feel younger but stronger (laughs) really it's just a male romper (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh, go check out our twitter and our facebook and our instagram everything is at mexmen podcast that was this issue of mexmen i'm tony i'm justin i'm devin and that's for today